With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right, welcome back to the Boys of 161st Street, episode 115. Today I'm joined by, my name is Luke, and today I'm joined by Damon, Chandler, and Murph. Murph was going to be a healthy scratch, but he joined us today. He's going to sneak it in before he takes his test or whatever the hell he has to do. The Yankees drop another series against the Blue Jays. I mean, but at least we didn't get no hit. There's two teams in the MLB right now that have been no hit, and we're, for whatever reason, not one of them. We probably will get it now that I said that, but... For the time being, we haven't been. Ugly series, ugly all around, but how are we doing, boys? Hot take. I wish we did get no hit. That way we could at least be a part of something cool and like exciting to watch. <laughs> that's terrible. That's not good. No. If we're going to lose, <laughs> we might as well make some history in the main. Like, that's not the it. history that we want to No one's going to remember that. <laughs> not that was a terrible take, Jamie. At all. <laughs> but you know what? If it has to happen to somebody, I'd rather watch, you know. Rodon almost throw a perfect game against us, then lose to the fucking Blue Jays by a thousand. That was some bullshit. I know it's not he's not like on the Yankees or whatever, but that was some bullshit. He should have had a perfect game. Why was that? Do you, do you think it didn't hit him? <clears throat> I mean, no, but... like it hit him, but like he could have pretty easily gotten out of the way. And like, it's, I mean, if you're the, the kind of thing where like, it, I mean, it was a good pitch. It's not like he like ran in a fastball and hit him in the shoulder. Like it caught his back foot. And he was talking to him as he was running to walking to first too. Like, come on, man. Yeah, congrats. You got on base by getting fucking pegged by a slider. You're so good. As far as I'm concerned, I wouldn't perfect get out of the way. Either way, oh. in other in other Yankee news, I don't know how well this episode is going to go in terms of our morale. It's honestly been ugly to watch this team. It's the first time in a while that I personally, it's felt like a job to watch. I don't know about you guys, but it's like, yes, I like the Yankees, but there are a lot of other teams out there that are playing very exciting baseball and the Yankees are certainly not one of them. I think we're, I'm not worried about the team as a whole yet. Worried about a lot of things individually, but I do think they're going to bounce back. Honestly, if we look back to these past two games, that's the only new games we're going to be talking about this episode because we had, that's the only new ones that happened. There's an off day today, but honestly they did hit with some runners in scoring position. That's one thing that kind of happened. That they did hit with runners in scoring position. They didn't get many hits, but when they did get them, they were with runners in scoring position. Uh, we kind of lost on a cheap wind blown home run on the Boba Shed home run. You know, th- that's the, some of the little things that I am not as worried about. It was a close game down to it. You know, it is what it is. I'm not that worried about this team moving forward. It just it's just some terribly ugly baseball to watch right now. Yeah, and boom. Boone said it in his press conference. He said, yeah, the boys will get hot. We're just waiting for them to get hot. And that's that's our game plan, apparently. We're just waiting for us to get hot. 
So what do you do when they don't get hot? You wait longer, I guess, and hope yeah. for the best. And then you don't, you know, put someone batting second doesn't usually bat second and hope for the best. Yeah. I'm It'll getting... be putting the guy who's the coldest hitter on the team in Stanton in second. That'll that's what's gonna shake it up. <laughs> that's I'm what's getting... gonna get us out of this double play slump. Get the guy that can't run <laughs> and put him second. I don't know about you guys, but I'm getting serious savages in the box vibes about what's about this upcoming series with the Rays. I'm honestly, it's setting up to be that way. It's going to be a rainy day on Friday tomorrow when this is released. I'm going to the game tomorrow. I went to the la- I went to the savages in the box. It was against the Rays. All those cards are lining up. We're coming in pretty down, pretty, you know, nobody's playing well. The team looks flat. Doesn't look like they want to be there. I'm getting serious deja vu. And I think Boone's got to one-up the Savages in the box. I tweeted about that, and I really do believe he's got to do something. I personally, if I was Boone, I would just go into the visiting dugout. I would pick out Kevin Cash, and I would just punch him in the face. And that would be my way to start it up, and then you get ejected, and that's fine because he's not really the manager anyway. He just gets decisions made for him. So, I, I But all jokes aside, I am getting serious vibes that he needs to do something like that. And we need, we need I, think some I think he's going to get ejected tomorrow. I, I, that's put that in stone. That is exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> I don't care what uh, it I is. Know. I just, we need some spark somewhere. We need a big play. We need a big hit. We need a big fielding, diving, whatever. We need someone to punch someone in the face. We need something. I don't care what it is. Someone to get ejected. Any of those above, we just need something to spark this team up because like you mentioned before, it feels like a job watching the games lately because there's like, they just don't look exciting excited to be there and playing and we need some spark to turn that around i thought the rays game that they snuck out i don't know earlier in the week monday whatever day it was i thought that might you know do something you know you got the guy in right field just fucking letting it hop over his head something a few lucky bounces like hey look we can actually hit baseballs again and score runs sweet maybe that'll but i was dead wrong they looked like complete dog shit. They probably should have lost the first game against the Blue Jays too and gotten swept, but thank God Higgy turned into Babe Ruth for a game. But <laughs> I mean yeah, they, the- I don't know I don't know what can spark them. I really don't know. It's not like watching the Braves where Acuna's tag like nobody on this team's tagging up on a fly ball to no. the shortstop. They're probably gonna Just tear both hamstrings if they do try. Like, Dude, the th- the thing is though, it it's been it's been a one man show whenever we win a game. And those are the Higgy. It's Higgy versus the world. He hits two home runs, and that's the only RBIs we have. The next game, Aaron Judge is the only RBIs we have. We need somebody else to – we need a team effort to do something. Like, it's always just these solo shots, and if someone doesn't hit two home runs in a game, then we're not winning. We were the last team, I believe, to score a run in the first inning this year. That was Aaron Judge's home home run. Really? That's a good sabermetric stat. It's yeah. Usually, Stay DJ hot, leading off with the home run, so maybe he'll get that going yeah, again. You would think. Honestly, okay, let's let's. We seem like we're down. I am not. Are we you guys are worried down. about this team? What's the panic meter at right now? It's got to be at zero. I'm, I'm at zero. I'm going to ask you guys. There's no panic meter whatsoever going on. We're just not happy with the product on the field, and that's completely understandable out of Yankee fans. We're not saying, "Hey, oh, we're so worried." It's just not fun. So we're going to start a new segment. It's called Hot and Not. So it's just a little like lightning round segment. I'm going to start off with Murph with Hot. I'm going to read them out. Three players on the team. 
that are currently not pl- that are currently playing well, and then on vice versa, we have three or four players who are playing not so well. There's a lot to choose from on this episode of Hot or Not. We're gonna do this once a week. It's going to be about the ep- the at bats and stats from the past week, and this particular time, since we don't really have much new information to talk about from the two games that we watched, it's gonna be from the past two weeks. So basically, pretty much the whole season. So without further ado, the first. Hot or not, the hot is going down right now. And the first one, Murphy. Ready for this? So when I say the stats for the player, you're going to tell me if you're buying or selling that. Is it, is it fool's gold or are you actually buying into this player actually being hot? So Aaron Judge, 282 batting average, 10 games played, 4 home runs, 7 RBIs, 164 weight runs, favorite plus. Uh, is the music going to stop or is this playing? No, the whole keep time? going. <laughs> really <laughs> so, fucking loud. Uh, yeah, yes it's like, no? it kind of driving me crazy. But uh, yeah, no, I, I'm buying into Judge. I think. All right, Darren O'Day, I mean, 5.1 innings. We'll talk about it after. 5.1 innings pitched, zero home runs, zero ERA, two holds in six games. Yeah, hot. Kyle Higashioka, 333 batting average, two home runs, three RBIs, 352 weighted runs created plus in two games. Hot when he's catching cold. Otherwise, I'm not buying it. Oh, wait, we got one more. <laughs> and Garrett Cole, 18.1 innings pitched, uh, 1.47 ERA, 1.17 FIP, 14.5 Ks per nine. Oh, exactly. uh, that's hot. So let's talk about those. The, there were not that many. Music back. Huh? I think we might need to dial the music down a little bit for the next. No, it's fine. I like the music. So. What do we think about that? There's not that many people to choose from here, but I did my best. There are some well, players, there are some individual Cole, players uh, that are that are doing well. The one I want to elaborate on is Judge because obviously, like his stat line's been really good, but it's not like he's necessarily hot. Like that's kind of what we need from him, what we expect from him. Like he's the superstar and whatever. If anybody else is hitting that stat line, then obviously that's a little different story. But yeah, I, I think I he's say... like, you know. Stove just turned on. It's on like low heat. Yeah, <laughs> judges judges now playing what we expected to. If, if he was playing hot, I think he would be doing you know having production every game and really leading this team right now. But he's he's not. He's kind of just like hitting a home run once in a while or having a, a multi home run game, and then that's that boosts his stats up. But on a day to day basis, I mean, he's doing his job. I could not a lot of other people know are. You're, I mean, he's very much so hot. He's doing judge things. Way to run plus is 164 in the last two weeks. And he hasn't really had a, many days that are glaring that he just went over like, like Stanton has, which may be mentioned in the, in a future segment in about two minutes. But I, I don't think that we're giving him enough appreciation. Yes. I think the black eye that has been on him is that he, you know, was in and out of the lineup. And when he's on, when he's been in the lineup, and it's always been the thing, it's always been everybody else, all the analysts, and they say when he's healthy, it is when he's healthy thing, and it's not. He's never not done not only his job, but he's literally carrying this team when he's in the lineup. And one thing that I did notice is that usually in games where Aaron Judge does well, we do well, and this is the one time that I don't think he's doing enough on his own to make that happen. I think they read yeah. off a stat about it during the game yesterday where he had two home runs like we're like nine and one uh, aside from yesterday obviously in games where he has multiple home runs so it's kind of fun i think the thing i I think the difference is and i think the other reason why we're saying that 
he's doing his he's doing his job. He's doing enough, right? That's what we expect out of Aaron Judge. I think he's doing more than enough. I don't know. You keep, you're the one who keeps underselling him right now. No, I hot or not. No, he's I the, think he's not the hottest he's, on the team. He's yes, he's actually making these these games haven't been blowouts because Aaron Judge has been putting the team on his back and doing the Judge things. I mean, that kinda, doesn't really make him crazy. hot, though. Huh? Like I, think he's, he's he's, I feel like anybody that's hitting under 300 over the last week or two isn't like piping hot. That yeah, same true. way, like there is, you know, you mentioned like O'Day, like O'Day. He's, is hot. he's he doing a, enough that everyone ERA. else is doing so shitty that it makes him seem like he's. I mean, yeah. 164 weight. I get what you're saying, but I mean, what could WRC? Plus there's nothing else he can do though. That's what I'm like. He can go oh, yeah. out and have a three home run game every day, but it's not going to make up the difference. Like, and also right now. As as far as hot goes on the team, he's doing exactly what you. He's not on like some historic stretch like Acuna, but he's That's doing what exactly yeah. what you want for a season of Aaron Judge. If he does this or close to it for a whole season, I mean, he's in, in the MVP conversation. You can't be upset Certainly. at that. Yeah. So That's I mean, the thing. he's I feel doing like if he, what he's doing now can is sustainable. Hot when the rest of the team is so is playing mm-hmm. so bad, it doesn't give you the opportunity to get hot. You can't That's drive in runs if there's nobody on the bases. Absolutely. Not, but I feel like what he's help. doing is sustainable for him. Like he can carry on this pace for the whole season. Whereas like somebody who's hot is on doing something within the last week that can't translate to a full season. Like O'Day yeah, is obviously not going to have a zero ERA for the whole season. So let's do, let's he gets one into, ice cube. Wait, uh, he gets one ice cube in his heat, and that's for the fucking fly ball that he missed that went to the wall. They ended we'll up throwing that. But we're talking out offensive. Third stuff right now but let's talk a little bit on the defensive side of the ball we talked about darren o'day it's been my guy darren o'day is completely my guy and he is see i'm glad that this is at least happening or starting to happen this way because people can't throw it in my face and be like oh you wanted this guy now i look like a genius i did see one comment on some post i'm sure you guys saw it too that we should have luke be the gm because i was well, that was on the tyler tyler rogers post and i wanted to get all the sidewinders because I have Sidewinder fetish, and I want them all to be on the Yankees. And, I mean, I was right about him right now. 5.1 innings pitch, small sample size, Murphy, but zero home runs, zero ERA. And he's got about, I think, five hits given up in the five innings. So he's been doing really great. He, the, the thing that was a little bit cool to see, obviously due to Britain being down, but he's got two holds. So he's And we saw that right out of the gates that he got bumped up into basically the setup man. I mean, it was either him or Chad Green and... He was a setup man the day he was a closer when Chapman was out and Chapman is obviously somebody else who I can, who can make this list, but I expected that out of him. And he also didn't pitch as much as Darren O'Day. So I don't know. I'm just really, really happy with what Darren O'Day has done. And I do think he can continue this. And that was kind of what I was, when I'm saying yes or no, hot or not, that's what I mean. Can do, is this fool's gold or is this real? Like he, is he I think Darren O'Day oh. actually is real. He's got a funky delivery. People hate hitting him. He's a, he's a magician out there. I mean, that's just what he is. And I think he's, I think it'll continue. Obviously, like you said, zero year a is pretty near, damn near impossible. I don't think it's ever been done, but I think if somebody can, <laughs> if somebody ever can do it, I think big, uh, big Darren O'Day is the guy I was trying to coin a nickname for him, but it was, I, uh, it was not going to be a good one. I'm okay with him. Like kind of staying in that whole uh set up kind of role even when Britain comes back because if if he keeps pitching the same way he is and Britain comes back and pitches the way we're expecting him to then I'm okay with sliding green down to the middle reliever role and letting him get to important innings because 
so far what we've seen is that people aren't going very deep. So if we have a Chad Green that can throw two high-quality innings, that's really good because Kluber's coming out after four. Montgomery's not going to go six or seven. Uh, Tyone's probably not going to go six or seven. So there's going to be some times where we're going to be in one or two run games and have to bring in a reliever in the fifth or sixth inning. So, yeah, if he can keep it up, then that can slide Chad Green into that role out of the bullpen to fill two innings instead of Loisaga, which Loisaga is fine too there. But uh, if we can put Chad Green there, that'd be awesome. I saw – I've been on the Loisaga all season. I know that he's not on the Darren O'Day thing, but <clears throat> it kind of ties into the bullpen. I mean, what I saw from him yesterday and that bases loaded and getting out of that and everything, really, really big confidence booster for me. I was already high on him, but, I mean, Especially if you him. have got, if you have multiple guys that can do that and then you have Wilson, who looks good, O'Day, mm-hmm. who obviously is the best pitcher in the American League, and then – you know, Britain and Chapman and Green, that's that's something that can bridge the gap from the starters who apparently can't fucking figure anything out outside yeah. of Cole. I'm going to, yeah, I think that Darren O'Day is playing above expectations, and that's a more so reason why he fits the hot category. And Well, I put him in hot on purpose, but I don't think well, I know. He's, he's under my expectations. I expected no, being, being realistic. Let's, let's be realistic yeah. for he's a definitely second. Definitely overperforming. Half, whenever I talk about Darren O'Day, it's half a joke, half not. So it could have gone really wrong. That's a different. <laughs> that's a different set. I well, think, I was I, uh, I, I was driving today, and uh, I was listening to the Michael K show from yesterday, and uh, it wasn't Michael K. It was the guy that was on with him. I can't for the life of me remember his name, but he was talking Dumb. about how the only person who can go seven innings and out of the Yankee starters is Cole. So he wasn't talking about the bullpen necessarily, but like we've been saying, that we have Sessa who can go two innings, we have Luizaga who can go two strong innings, and we have Chad Green who can go two strong innings. So it's going to matter, especially coming down the stretch. Yeah, and right, and Darren O'Day is going into high leverage situations too. It's not a big been, thing. He's done that before. We've said that before in other podcasts. He's he's been, you know, in the closer setup role in playoff games in the past two years and in prior years too, when he was on the Orioles, on the Braves last year. He's he's been there. He's done that. Been around the block. Let's move on to Higashioka. Higashioka, I, I personally think this is the one that I would set you guys up to say not for because obviously he's not nobody in the world is going to have a 352 weighted runs created plus. That's over two games. But what I will say about him is if he keeps doing it and we we posted that picture about, you know, he's not Garrett Cole's personal catcher. Garrett Cole is his personal pitcher because when he's hitting the splits that people talk about, when he was catching Garrett Cole, the numbers are down. But also when he catches Garrett Cole versus when he catches a regular game, he's batting 450 and he's batting 100 when he's catching anybody else. So it's just a wild thing that's happening. And it's not even like a super small sample size. It's kind of it's kind of big at this point. I don't know if those numbers are specifically about this year. I think they might have been. But, I mean, I'm I'm not here for it. And I want to pat ourselves on the back really quick because we did say that – what if they gave Stanton a little pine and DH Gary and then catch Higgy? And that did happen. So I want to mm-hmm. p- want to pat ourselves in the back for that. And we also called Gio moving to shortstop for a game. So both of those immediately happened after the podcast. So maybe we I would, know you shit did. on me for saying that Sanchez could DH and I'm just saying a member of this team called it. So okay, I was going to say one of win. one of us specifically in the far left corner was very yeah, anti that team win. We're a team. So let's move into the knot. So Damon is going to answer the knots for me. So are you worried basically is what I'm asking when I say 
yes when you say yes is yeah i'm worried about this and no is whatever worried for the worried back. for the long term yeah going forward obviously so are they going to bounce back information enough, using this information that i tell you right now do you think they're going to pick it back up or are you really thinking this is what they are and this is where the direction they'll move just say yes or no okay so, should i clarify that for the last one so there were, <laughs> there, there were a lot to choose from this time around Obviously, the Yankees not not been playing too hot. So these are the knots. Corey Kluber, three starts, 10.1 innings pitched, 2.61 home runs per nine, giving up the long ball, 6.1 ERA, 7.2 FIP. Does that worry you? Yes. Okay. Stanton, one, 175 batting average, 10 games played, one home run, nine RBIs, pretty high there, 44 WRC plus, and a 28% K percentage. No. Clint Frazier, nine games played, 200 batting average, zero home runs, zero RBIs, 65 WRC plus, and a 30% K percentage. No. There were many more to choose from, but I picked those three because I thought they were pretty good headlines. The big, They were the biggest boo-boos, I'd say. There were other people that you know aren't playing well and probably won't play well. These guys I had expectations for, so these I thought these were good ones to, to, to mm-hmm. mention. So you said yes to Kluber. You I said, said yes, no, no. No, no. Okay, so tell me why you said yes to Kluber. Well, I think that the he, as becoming a Yankee and his recent, um, you know, this is his most recent pitching performances in MLB, there hasn't been much to be crazy about so far. So there's nothing there's nothing for me to to look forward to or work off of or um there's no real reason for me to be optimistic. If he came out and had a lights out game one and then like a shaky game two or, or like somewhere in the middle, I'd be a little more optimistic. But because of the fact that there wasn't anything that was blowing me away, that's the that's the main reason why I said yes to that. But because, you know, on the other flip side, standing and uh Clint I know what they can do, and it's still early on the season. So that's the my reasoning behind those two, three. We can all agree that Clint lost his starting job, right? Yep. I, I saw a tweet the other day that kind of made me laugh. It was Brandon like, Cuddy. Yeah, like, like I don't know. It was like Higashioka yeah. isn't Garrett Cole's personal catcher, just like In the Clint Frazier's our starting left starting fielder. Yeah. Fielder, yeah, and I think that's, that's happening. Yeah, That's the other thing Michael K was talking about. He that. said – they're the exact same thing. Like, why did Boone even say those at the beginning of the season? It's ridiculous. And no opportunities for, for him. But we've talked about that way too much. But R.I.P. Quinston. I mean, it's yeah. warranted. Until he gets one uh, home run in I'm concerned about Stanton, actually. not. I mean, I don't think he's going to be that bad. But, I mean, I thought he was striking out more than that, which I know 28% isn't good. But with the way he... My bad. How much? 26. Clint was 30. Okay. Well, either way, 26 is probably like, all looking to down the middle. Well, it's that, but it's the soft con. I know he hits balls when he hits them and gets a hold of them, barrels them up. They're fucking, you know, missiles. But I'm kind of nervous. He hits a lot of rollover ground balls, it seems like this year. He's popping out a lot. Just it, it could be, you know, a small issue that's easily fixable. But, you know, usually my worry with Stanton is the strikeouts. And, you know, like a laser line drive out here and there that kind of, you know, whatever pop-ups, whatever. but he's just rolling over into lazy ground outs. That, that scares me for the long term. Like, I don't think he's going to be that bad, but, you know, 
that's kind of alarming. I think at this point in the season, I'm just happy he's in the lineup. I think, yeah. you know, with more at bats, he's only played the 10 games. So you could still call it like the early season, not having the timing down, what, what have you. Clint or Stanton? So I think Stanton, sorry. Yeah. Um, but I think Stanton's going to come back and be just fine eventually, even if it's not, like you said, 50 home runs, you know, he'll figure it out as long as he can stay healthy. So as long as he's healthy, I'm not worried about how cold he is. Because he'll get reps too, you know. Aaron Boone's not taking him out of the lineup. If right. he's healthy. He Unless but it, no, they, right. only, but not, but they not keep benching him. Yeah, won't be they keep yet. trying to get him two days off in a row. So it's always been the games before an off day. Which I hate. Which, which is ridiculous. Yeah, which zone sucks. End, but, yeah, that's yeah, stupid. We beat but that to death, that's, that's where it's it is. Happening. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm personally, I'm not going to say yes or no that I'm worried about the Clint one. I think I'm not worried about Stanton. I think that's just, he's just a shrieky player. Uh, I think Clint... I'm a little bit worried. I wouldn't consider it worried, but the only reason why I'm saying I am, I would say yes to that, just to be the to play devil's advocate here, is because he clearly has not. He's not. He's, he lost his left field starting job. I think what they're going to do going forward is is a platoon thing. And Clint, not Clint Boone, even said, "Guardy, Guardy, he likes Guardy," and that was always known but now he's finally saying it and he came out before and said you know clint's got a starting job clint we talked about it last episode shortest leash out of probably anybody in the mlb they pull the leash and now what i think going forward is just gonna be it's gonna be a platoon it's gonna be a platoon and that's gonna be the way they do it and you know the other guys are gonna need rest judge is gonna need his off days hicks whatever the fuck is happening with him they may want to bench him or give him rest because he's hurt and bad so it's just there's there's a lot of reason to to think that this regression, not regression, I would say, but where he started out, he's not going to get a lot of opportunities, everyday opportunities to turn it around. And he's one of the biggest guys. We always say it all the time. He's a, he's a head case. He either can run with it and get hot, or if you're not ensuing confidence inside him, he's gonna, he's gonna, it's gonna hurt him. And I think that he's not, he's gonna have a very tough time turning around because. We've they clearly don't have faith in him, and it's been shown time and again. Yeah. So I mean, here's the thing: I think that if if Clint doesn't, if he gets spot starts and is not playing consistently, then I'm worried. If he continues, if he plays more, and Boone for some reason changes his mind and abides by him being a starting left fielder, my worrying goes away. But if he continues to play every now and then. You know, Brett Garner's playing forty percent of the time. He's not. He's not going to do well. He he needs the reps. Needs to get into a rhythm. And if he doesn't have the opportunity to do that, he's not going to be who we want him to be. And we think we can. He can be. The platoon thing scares me because Boone has shown time and time again that he cares way too much about lefty righty. So when Guardy's getting in for Clint, it's always against the right hander. So if they're platooning based off lefty righty, then. Clint's not even going to see 50% of the games, which really, really is a unfair to him, especially since he was called the starter. And like, what, what are you doing? I, I don't know. It, I don't hate seeing Guardian in the lineup, but if you want I would to rather, him, yeah. I mean, why don't you bench Hicks? I don't, I don't get, I mean, I know he had the like three hit game the other day and they try and spin the stats on like the yes network broadcast. Like, Ooh, is Hicks heating up? He's like five for his last 20. And they're like, well, yeah, three, of those came in one game but yeah but I, I don't know I I would like to see more of a mix not just take out Clint completely and just be like yeah okay well 
They're one for one swap. There's plenty of guys that need a rest on this team. So that's so exactly what I'm thinking. You guys yeah. are we across the board a yes for Kluber? Damon said yes. I I'll, I'm, I'm not gonna have to put a yes. I'm not that worried. No, Kluber's a notoriously slow starter anyway. I mean, not this bad, but he's you know, he's always pitched to a higher ERA in um April and March if whenever. But you know, the first however many five, six starts this season. He's always kind of a slow starter. And I mean, he also hasn't played in two years. So factor that in with the slow start. I don't think he's going to be a Cy Young winner, but I think, you know, down the stretch, he'll be at least adequate, at least a back end mid, mid rotation guy at the very least. I think so, he, oh. I think the same thing. I think that he has the stuff he was, he's, they said he's throwing with the same velocity we've, has been throwing the last couple of years. It's just going to take him a couple starts to settle in. And he's not, like we mentioned before, going to be the guy that's going to go seven innings. But if he can find his role and we can kind of save up the bullpen for a day that he can pitch five innings and give up, you know, one or two runs tops, then we're going to be just fine with the guys we have in the bullpen. His issue so far has been location oriented from what I've seen. And a guy that's been around that long, I don't like, I don't think that that's, just unfathomable that he won't figure it out. Like he knows what he's doing. He clearly knows how to pitch. Like if it's just location, which right now it looks like that's the main issue. I think he can easily figure that out just through repetition. And Tyone, just a cookie cutter of what you said. I know we didn't mention him, but he, I think is the exact same thing. I, I think it, within a month or two, they're both going to be able to figure it out. Tyone's the, stuff the is nasty. So let's get into the yeah, news. His the, stuff's first, there. the first news topic I have is about that. Sound was I'm Ron Burgundy. Go fuck yourself, San Diego. <laughs> so the first news topic that I wanted to talk into is a good segue, actually, with the Kluber talk and now Tyone, too, is that the bullpen, the bullpen is being ridiculously overused. I don't know if you guys have seen that graphic that Yes Network put out just the other day. I can look at it right now, but it's right here. Yeah. So the pitcher usage or the bullpen usage over the last seven days I mean, just to briefly go over it, Chapman was used three times this week. Green was used twice, and there were 30 pitches each. O'Day was used three times this week. There's just a lot of pitchers throwing a lot of innings, a lot of days, too. Sessa went four days this week. We had, like, four games this week, so he pitched every day, it seems. Nelson went 38 pitches on the ninth, and he went 20 the first. I mean, just the bullpen is getting... Very taxed. Litke went 49 pitches on April 9th. It's just, it's it's the same song and dance that we've seen before. And this is a good segue from what we were just talking about. And let's keep talking about it is the Klubers, everybody outside Garrett Cole and even Garrett Cole, not, he was not pitching bad by any means, but he's not going nine. He's going like seven. So even on Garrett Cole days, we still need to use some bullpen arms is what I'm getting at there. But everybody else isn't going over four innings. They're going all going four innings. And I, yeah, I get it. They are, you know, just trying to not get them hurt. They're easing them all back. Tyone is coming off injury. Kluber is coming off injury. All these players are coming off injury. <laughs> but at what point? At what point year. are you using too much of the bullpen? And they're more at risk to get injured now. So it's just it's weird that that kind of thing can flip. And now we're gonna talk about them being overworked again, like we have for the past two fucking years. So, so I guess to me, it's kind of a you know, double-edged sword. Like, yeah, you can be upset that they're not going, you know, they're not going deep into the games. We're using the bullpen, whatever. But also, I'm not, like, I'm worried because those are our main guys. But on the back burner, there's a part of me that's like, okay, we'll be okay because 
we have a lot of depth. It might not be amazing depth, but you've got Devi behind that who's proven he can do it. You've got Mike King who looked good. You've got Nelson who is a starter turned reliever, whatever. And then, you know, just keep adding it on. All of those pieces that aren't great but good, they can kind of fill the gaps to where the bullpen's not going to be completely gassed come October. I, I mean, it's not ideal. In a perfect world, we'd have three starters that could actually give us quality starts, but that's not the cards we were dealt. And I'm not that concerned about overusing the bullpen just for that reason. Yeah. Yeah. If there's any bullpen in baseball, if there's any bullpen in baseball that can like sustain this kind of usage, I think it's the Yankees because not only do you have like four guys who could theoretically, when Britain's back, come in in any seven eight nine but you also have guys as we said before that are converted starters that can go a couple of innings uh, and some of those overlap and then you know you didn't you mentioned all the names that are kind of those alternate site up down like the michael kings of the world but we also have debbie who could obviously don't want him to come up too early and come out of the bullpen if he's not ready for that but if worse comes to worse and we really need him to, then he can, he's another one of those guys that can go a couple of innings. So yep. it'd be really cool if the bats would get going and we wouldn't have to use as many arms per game. If we can throw, you know, say Cole comes out in the seventh and we're up, you know, six, nothing, six, one, then you can put in the go to finish it out. All right. We had some technical difficulties. That was enough pitching talk. Let's move on to the next topic in the news. So judge has been playing, Pretty good offensively, but something that I've noticed is that he, when he's playing right field or playing anywhere for that matter, obviously just right field, he seems like he's pulling up on balls when he's when he's fielding, and it seems like he's playing scared. And he even said that he was playing cautious is the word I think he used because he doesn't want to re-injure himself. And I remember back in the day that he said he would never play like that. He would always dive for balls. I remember specifically when they were talking about the the Angels dive where he did he got injured and cracked like his rib or something that he would he was always going to die for balls and that's the player he's going to be so now he's very much so looking like he's playing scared there was one that he just came up there was one a couple games ago when he was near the wall which that's fine I don't need you diving into the wall Derek Jeter you're going to get hurt that way but on the ones that he's pulling up on and not even just trying to make a play at and then it gets underneath his glove and goes to the wall and things like that I just that's what I'm not so happy about and when he's honestly, I don't know if you guys have noticed this too. When he's hitting, it doesn't look like he's using his legs. When he's running, it looks like it just he looks different. He looks like he's very much playing scared, and I don't like that at all. I don't know about what you guys have been seeing about that. What do you think? I'm it's not tough. a. Oh, yeah, sorry. You go ahead. Oh, no. All right, I was just gonna say like it's tough because <laughs> <laughs> the age old thing is like awesome if you radio. play to not get hurt, that's when you're gonna get hurt. But yeah. then at the same time. Every time he's gotten hurt, it's because he's been trying to do the polar opposite of that. So, I mean, obviously that's a tough middle ground to find, but I'm okay with him pulling up on balls so long as that's what's keeping him healthy. But I I don't necessarily think that's what it is. Middle ground right there is the key term out of that because I think he's still learning the middle ground that you can – if you're going to pull up on balls and stuff like that, you can't charge it and get ready like you're going to make that sliding catch. If you're going to pull up on it, that's fine, and you want to protect your body, but you can't charge it and then try and either catch it at your ankles or catch it on a short hop. You're going to have to play it back a step and you know keep the ball in front of you. It worked out fine in that instance, but that's not a sustainable way to play going forward. He's just gonna, he, He's a good enough baseball player. I think he'll figure it out on how to play, you know, kind of like Bryce Harper. He figured out how to play conservatively where he's not fucking smashing his face in the wall <clears throat> on every fly ball. It was a learning curve for him, but he's a good enough baseball player to where he can figure it out. 
Yeah. And still be good. Yeah. And on top of that, it's, it's almost like a game of would, would you rather. It's like, would you rather him get injured again or increase his probability of getting injured again or have him be in the lineup every day hitting? Like, those are the two options. There's no in between, really. So, yeah, I'm, I'm okay with it for the most part. If he's letting up on balls, if that if that allows him to stay healthy and that allows him to, you know, continue his production like he's been doing so far, then yeah, I'm, I'm cool with it. It's not the end of the world. Um, we don't need him to do that. It, the, the amount of times that a ball is going to be in his reach to dive for a ball and then for him to make that catch, it's so low. So I'd rather him just kind of let up on it and just kind of, you know, stay healthy, stay in the lineup. And that's the most important part. How close are we to him being an everyday DH? Because I mean, if, we got no if room. That, if, one know, DH. If, if that happens, then we have two everyday DHs who are two behemoths who hit tanks. And I don't, I don't think I don't. We I think can't have another DH for another like nine years. So we've got a three hundred million dollar part time DH right now. So I don't think he's going to turn into the DH. I just think, like we said, once he finds that middle ground, he's just not going to be you know the gold glove caliber right fielder that we you know got to see in the beginning of his career. He's going to dial it back. No, I, I know he why, can be, but if he's pissed. not making the he's not making the diving catches, that kind of thing, he's not you know covering as much ground because he, you're not making those hustle plays that he has to and that he has before. But if I'm okay with him being like an above average right fielder with still a cannon of an arm, like we're not losing a ton by him not being the best right fielder in the American League. You yeah, can't tell me position. he wouldn't be a better first baseman than Jay fucking Bruce. We're not moving. We're not, well, that's, right. that's, that's something. Ridiculous. That, We're not talking that, about that. Actually, just, I don't hate that. I mean, so, I'm not that at all. I'm just saying. Don't that. entertain that. That's not No, happening. not now. But at his side, you know, if we're talking an extension, how long is he going to be? Yeah. You know, we'll talk that's about not that the worst thing in the world. Then let's talk about that. That's yeah, not fine. that that's far down the road. Like no, 2025 is four years away. Okay. Like I, I'm not saying that. That's they're trying like, to get talking to play over there. I mean, I'm not saying it's like inevitable that he's going to end up there. I'm just saying like it's a lot better of an idea than you know just picking some like slapdick guy. Like all right, here you put on a first baseman's bit and you go get it done. All you have to do is catch the but ball. That's not like, sustainable. So, like we're not doing that. Like I was just talk talk up. and make sense for a couple games here and there. You can't play. You can't play anywhere else. I'm just saying if showing... there was. I'm not saying that that's like the solution forever. I'm just saying that if there's a time to try it, it would be right now. And I, if he's clearly I, I, pulling up and he's not a hundred, that's already giving up. I already brought up. Not I brought hundred percent healthy. Then I brought why, this like, up. Because I don't, I don't like that he's pulling up in the ball. Because I know he is that elite, best AL right fielder, Gold Glove caliber player. That's why I'm mad about it. I hope that doesn't happen. I'm not. I don't even know why you guys went the direction of oh maybe he could play first. I know you're like I'm not. I just shut up for a second. I just that's the reason why I brought it up. I brought it up because he can so easily just. I, I don't know. I, I'd rather him not maybe not dive after useless plays, but. If we have a player who, who literally can't dive for balls when he needs to, or not even dive, like the one that one got by him, he just didn't even reach for it. He just looks stiff. I don't know. Maybe he'll loosen up throughout the season, but I, I I need him to be back the way he was because you're saying we're not missing much with Judge not being an elite defender out there. We're totally missing a lot. That's a big. I'm worried part that he's not 100 percent healthy. We're, really we're, we're one of the worst fielding teams. This is another thing I was going to bring up. We're the negative nine defensive runs saved. That's 29th in the MLB. The last place team is the Mariners of negative 16. So if you thought we were bad, imagine being a Mariners fan watching that baseball. But And they're actually doing better than us. They're in second place in their division. But I'm saying 
we are losing a ton because he's supposed to be one of our elite, elite defenders. There's very few defenders on this team that are elite and can field their position. And when you got a guy like Judge who's pulling up on balls and playing scared, no longer is an elite defender out of the nine players we have on that field. That is very concerning to me. When you look around the diamond, Gary, below average defender. Geo, above average defender. That's be the same thing. If, oh, Geo isn't even trying anymore over there, that'd be a big deal. Glaber, bad defender. DJ, good defender. First base, Bruce, not even a defender. Center field, if he's there, Hicks is a good defender. Left field, Clint, bad defender so far this year, but usually I guess he was getting better. He's a 50-50 ball, but that's one of the, the few good defenders I'm trying to paint the picture on this team. And you guys said it wasn't a big deal. That's a fucking huge deal to me that he's not going to be playing like the normal judge. He is. I mean, the he's bottom. not... He's not bad to where I'm worried when a fly ball is hit to him. There's like Clint right now. He and when he's in left field, he just looks sh- like I, he catches it. He's not like dropping routine pop ups aside from the one, but we'll call it the sun. But he just like kind of tracks, tracks and like stabs. It just it's weird. All right. Next. The double plays thing is starting to bother me. I don't know about you guys. It's I don't have a uh, update on it at the moment. Chandler, can you tell me what? I think the it current, was 16. It's 16, isn't last, it? Last I saw. It's, you know what the crazier thing is? Somehow the Padres are keeping up with us. I think they got around that too. I just think at this point you have to laugh at it because there's I no way that because there's no way you can do that over a whole season. I knock on wood. Presumably there's no way you can do that for a whole season. Like, yeah, there's they're putting shitty swings on the ball for the situations. But, I mean – yeah, at some point, like the Jay Bruce line drive double play, like that you just have to laugh at and be like, my God, we can't catch a break. That's not going to keep up. Yeah, it's getting to a point where I don't even – I honestly have, don't even have any comments for it because it's just so ridiculous. It, it's literally the 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 one of the main reasons our offense can't get going. It's just like everyone just looks so defeated every time they hit a ground ball. And it just happens in the the situations where we don't need that to happen. You know, bases loaded. We're, we're big situation in the game. You need to take the lead. You need to, you know, get some insurance runs. Every single time it's a big situation or it looks like we have promise or it looks like we have something going on on the offense, double play, end it, and that just that ruins it. And then we have two outs and then we do nothing. So it just it destroys us. And if it happens, it's been happening more than once a game. And you that can't like three times a game. Yeah. Jay Bruce, I think, had two in one game. You can't they can't have so that happen DJ. if you want to win. What I, frustrates I mean, me is and it's kind of like the judge situation in right field. It's the guys loafing at the front like Stanton. When he hits a and that's your two hole hitter the last couple games. When he hits a ground ball in the infield, he like basically walks. Like you might as well put him in a wheelchair and roll him down there. Like and I get it because he doesn't want to get hurt because he's made of glass, but at the same time have some sense of urgency at some point. If there's ever a time to break out that whole running tool out of your bag, it's when it's fucking bases loaded and nobody out. Like, hey, maybe we turn it on for this one ground ball and see what happens. I said this to Damon too. When Same thing with Judge too. You said wheelchair him over to, to first base. This is about Judge when he hits the home run or whatever it was. He, was, he had like a double or something. I said, how about we give him the Babe Ruth treatment? And Because Babe Ruth back in the day, 
rumored he's been legend has it that he would hit and then somebody else would run out of the box for him to first base so i think we might have to give that to judge pretty soon <laughs> same with Staten. i mean if he's it's pulling like up on balls, softball if he's pulling up on balls yeah if he's pulling up on balls why don't we just go the whole give him the fucking full treatment we don't you don't want to field fine we're also going to run for you to first base out of the box we're going to make a new rule manfred loves new rules so i think pretty soon if this continues we're going to need uh for for because I think they may do it too because you know better product on the field judge stays on the field for one fifty because he doesn't have to do anything but swing. Does like, if DH doesn't have to do anything but swing, but they have to run too. Imagine he just didn't have to run also. Yeah, would he just be, like swung the bat. And, I mean, it's just, yeah. like beer league softball. You hit a home run, you just walk back to the dugout. At yeah, that, that rate, we need completely different hitters <laughs> and different really fielders. Did. Just a completely different lineup. That's where this team's going. That's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> it's just, I, I mean, half of our players can only hit and they can't field a run. So we're not too far away from it. Let's yeah. talk about the lineup a little bit. I, I, that when that lineup came out, I was very just threw my sad. hands up in the air. Not even just sad. I'm just like, really? Cause it doesn't even seem like we're trying anymore. It doesn't seem, it seems like the Yankees are putting out a team with all the scheduled off days, everybody seemingly has a scheduled off day. And the other people get off days like normal human beings, probably after one, like 10 games or something, DJ gets an off day or something. Geo, like every 10 games, that's a normal thing. That's why people don't play 162. That's why people play like 150. There's an off day probably every 10 games or so, I'd say. But when now all these scheduled off days because people can't go three games in a row some people can't go two games in a row some guys can't fucking play then these days start to overlap and lineups start to look like i don't know if you guys have the lineup pulled up not damon coming in hot i I was hoping you had this when a lineup looks like this hicks judge gardner sanchez torres bruce orshella odor higashioka Okay, so the what I was trying to say about that is that when some of these off days are now overlapping, now the team that that it, it isn't just Odor in the lineup instead of DJ one day. It isn't just, you know, Higashioka instead of Gary one day. It's now four half the lineup is now replacement players. And you know what the funniest part about this is? We're the healthiest we've ever been in two years. So we're the healthiest we've ever been in two years. And that's not out of necessity, that's out of prevention of the team getting hurt and that at, at some point i get not wanting to have guys go too deep into games with the pitchers too mind you it's not just on the offensive side of the ball we're doing it on the other side too we're preventing we're not we're trying to not let them get hurt people aren't doing too much at, at some point when you do this you're not playing to win games today you're playing for the playoffs and if you do that for a long enough time with a shitty enough team like this with odor and other guys like that just in the lineup every day it seems you might not make the playoffs because it's not expanded this time, and I'm not raising my panic meter right now, but it doesn't seem like they want to win games. It seems like they're putting out a team like the playoffs are just given. There is a have zero. they not noticed that, that we're in such bad shape right now? And at some point they have to ramp up this. I don't know. I don't even know if that's gonna be what happens. I mean, I don't know. It's just there's it a zero 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 reason that Jay Bruce one should be playing almost every day, and two 
batting sixth. You're going to tell me that Jay Brute, that just shows me that they don't give a fuck about production. It's all about lefty-righty. Because if you can... If you can look me in the eye and tell me that Jay Bruce should be batting above Geo, I'd tell you go fuck yourself. There's just no way. There's no way. Geo's been one of the only decent hitters on the team this year. And you're going to tell me that Jay Bruce is the better option. After you get through Gardner in this weird-ass lineup, you got Judge, Gardner, Sanchez, Glaber. Presumably some pretty good hitters, right? And then Jay Bruce. What the fuck is going to kill a rally like a double play ball from... 40 year old Jay Bruce. It just, it makes no sense. And they're, listen, I would, ha- I'd be fine with it if they, if it made sense and they had some reasoning behind it. But they talk all about lefty righties and how they construct a lineup about lefty righties. And then in lefty right situations, they don't make that change. You know what I mean? Like in a game where, you know, need a pinch hit for or the situational or hitting and there's clearly a lefty righty matchup and they don't change it. Then they're they're just going back on their their methods that they think is what they they want us to hear, and it just it doesn't make any sense. It, it I, if the lineup made sense, I would get it. Or if we had injuries, I get it. But the guys the healthiest if they, we've ever been in two. If years. the guy's healthy, if the guy's healthy, fucking play him. Everybody but Voight is healthy. I think Voight has more of a chance of playing two games in a row while he's hurt in the boot than than John Carlos does just DHing. Hot take alert. Not hot. That it's very lukewarm. Take. Like it just it doesn't make sense. And I w- I I want to try and justify it somehow, no, but it why just do you want to justify it? Because just... I want to I want to find some way to to go inside of his brain and be like that makes sense, but I can't. Well, that's why you made the Boone translator. Boone's translator, go follow me. <laughs> Boone's translator. You're 100 percent right though. Like lineups like this, that's great for like mid September. We're on pace to win 103 games and run away with the division. You roll this lineup out for game 150, okay. But like, oh shit, let's see if we can keep it close to the Blue Jays. We can't do this. You can't do this. You're not going to make it to that part of the season. Well, what are you going to do when you roll out this lineup for months, 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 and you're hanging around, hanging around? Or let's just say best case scenario, this lineup performs to remotely what they're capable of, and you are you have a small lead. Then you ha- then you're forced down the stretch to play your guys every single day so you can win the division. Like you don't build a lead to rest guys with a lineup mm-hmm. like this. If you're hell bent on resting people, why would you want to rest them now and not in September? Listen, I think that if if their method is they want to give people rest days, great, fine. I'm I'm all for that. But don't give all your stars the same rest day. That's bad. That's bad managing. If you want to give LeMahieu an off day, sure, great, fine. Put Stan in there. Let let him DH. Let 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 Sanchez catch. Give Sanchez his off day when when uh fucking Garrett Cole's pitching. That's his off day. You want to give Judge an off day? Fine. Don't put you know some random ass person in in right field to to fill that void. Like build you, you know, schedule your lineup based around off days. That's fine, but. Don't give everyone the same off day to have us give a, to have us have a lineup that looks like this. You know what the problem is? The problem is that the people are getting scheduled off days, and also people are getting benched. So it's a mixture of the two. Pick and one. It's it's ten games in the season. Not, pick it's one. Not, it's not pick one. It's but it is. It's, it's just don't bench people because if you're going to have scheduled off days, that's why it's not this guy gets his 
off day when this guy does because there's too many people to do that. That's what I was trying to say before is that there's an overlap because there's just so many people. There's not only people getting their scheduled off days, but now Clint's getting benched. Stanton's getting benched, and that's not a scheduled off day. He just got straight up benched too. It's just people need the reset button, but at some point you just got to let the guys figure it out on their own. The only way to actually play and figure it out is to to be in the batter's box yeah. and figure it out. Just trial by fire. You got to throw them into the lineup, and they got to figure it out because eventually they're going to be the guys that – need to figure it out in the playoffs and you can't just it's not like they can just turn it on it's you have to play why do i watch every other team and everybody's playing every single day why dude look Acuna look at, plays every day he's amazing he's a great baseball player diving all really over the place. well but he plays every day i watch you think every if Acuna other had a 110 stretch they would bench him immediately and be like Nope, sorry. Dude, we're gonna Ozzie, bring back Acuna was on the Yankees. Gonna, he would. If Acuna yeah, was on we're the Yankees, we're gonna bring back Nick Markakis and play him. Because no, Acuna you know what? I mean, I know I'm not saying. I mean, Clint isn't Acuna, but at the same no. time, like, what the fuck are you doing? There's no rhyme. Or, it's just like the lineup. There's no rhyme or reason for the benchings. Like you bench Clint, but then you've got fucking Jay Bruce start. He had the most at bats on the Yankees I going into the believe, last game. I the truly, most at bats on the Yankees going into the last game was Jay fucking Bruce. I truly who doesn't even have a position. That- if Acuna was on the Yankees, he would be benched just because. And you know what it is? Because he'll always be hot. So he'll just be, you know, if you're going to a, a 500 batting average stretch like right now, hey, he had a scheduled off day and then he cools yeah. off. Like you don't do that for anybody. Judge, the hottest player on the team or whatever, whoever the fuck is just scorching hot. How many times have we seen a player scorching hot and then he just has a scheduled off day and they stick to their guns and give him the off day? Maybe just let the fucking hot hand ride. That's what goes on. You can't just get somebody cold all the time. This team they makes no sense. I could fucking like, manage this team so much better than Boone. I hate <laughs> it. And it's not Boone. I get it. It's everybody else. It's, this is the same song and dance we've dealt with before. And it's because the management and cash, whoever makes the fucking decisions, it's time runners. George would be in his grave turning over. It's just, it's just ridiculous. It's Jay Bruce, the worst Yankee you've ever seen. So, yeah. Yep. I actually saw a thing about it the other day. They did the stats of the worst starts ever in Yankee history and he was in the top five. <laughs> Wait, can I guess do you have do you have it in front of you? Uh I can pull it up. Because I want to guess who the other people were. I, I mean one of them has to be Kendrew Ma- Kendrew Morales. No. I don't, Shane I don't think Robinson. so. Hold on, let me see if I can find Jacoby it. Jacoby Ellsbury. Chris Carter. Chris Carr is definitely one. I put Jay Bruce in that in that rarefied territory. Okay, here we go. Worst offensive performances from oh since 2014. So, excuse me, but you have Zoilo Almonte, who still did better than Jay Bruce, uh, Gregorio Petit Pettit, whatever, better than him. Shane Robinson's on there, but also better than Jay Bruce. Zealous Wheeler, better than Jay Bruce. Uh, Brendan Drury, Danny Hinchavaria, Tyler Wade. Oh, Morales is on there. Tyro, Steven Drew. Okay, so he is the worst. This is, He is the <laughs> worst offensive player that the Yankees have had since 2014. So the thing, too, is that I, I remember Kenji Morales having a home run one time, and it was like Bartolo Colon hitting home run. It was the coolest thing ever because it was so unlikely. I think Jay Bruce is worse than that i think he's i think he's just he, he, he just he's just a you're putting him out there it almost to me seems like the pitcher is up and there are some pitchers in this league that are better hitters than jay bruce a lot there's a few actually mad bum 
Scherzer. DeGrom. Kershaw. DeGrom, Kershaw. Any NL pitcher, probably, honestly. I mean, I think Kershaw's more hits this year than Jay Bruce. Maybe some AL pitchers, too, that haven't even picked up a bat. CC would be a better hitter. We should bring CC back and just have him park himself at first base. Because that's the thing, too. Not only is he, you know, sometimes people play their way into a position and then you just deal with the defense. He's not only the worst offensive player we've ever seen on the Yankees start a season out, but he also is out of position and can't field a position. So what are we even doing here? Why don't we, at, the, at this point, at this point, and I'm not a big Mike Ford supporter, give the guy a fucking nudge. What do you think Mike Ford's thinking right now? Maybe even throw fucking Tyler Wade at first. I think he could figure it out. It's honestly sad. Like this is he was a good player for a long time. It's like yeah, you have a, your dog that's like dying in the backyard. You're still trying to play fetch with him. Like yeah, he's you know maybe maybe it's just time to let him rest a little bit. You know it's it's we have to accept that he's not going to go play fetch for an hour anymore. That's Jay Bruce. Maybe maybe he's not a, an all star baseball player anymore. It's time to realize that and just you know like maybe. hey, who plays first on Friday? Guess right now, Chandler. Jay Bruce. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Either him or DJ. Uh and then and if they, Yeah, and then Odor at second. They looked like they were starting to do that and then DJ had a scheduled off day right when he was getting hot. Do you right put any style. weight into all of these guys taking reps at first? I saw fucking Hicks taking reps at second. That was a joke, but do you put any weight into the Talkmans taking no. reps at first or anything? Honestly, I never wanted to be like all for that kind of thing, but at a certain point, and I think this is the point, it ain't gonna get much worse. And if Mm-mm. you if you slip a guy at first base, you're gonna at least get that guy's offensive production, and that that's half better than Bruce. You're gonna it get literally equally, I, but first base, you need to catch. We have such bad fielders that we need them. I wouldn't. Like labor is not gonna get much better with the fucking yeah. guy basically catching with his opposing hand. I wouldn't you mind seeing Talkman out there one day. You can't get worse. You literally can't get worse. Jay Bruce cannot catch a ball unless it hits him in the chest and he doesn't have to stretch. Like yeah. the ball that Glaber threw, uh, I don't know, three or four games ago, that, that literally didn't even skip to him. He just had already stretched and was like doing the splits the wrong direction and missed it. And like, you cannot get worse than that. He can't catch routine. Like, that is a routine first baseman play. You think Voight or even fucking Mike Ford's going to miss that? No. Like, well, Mike Ford is, can play first base. That's his position. That's why I'm honestly calling for him because at, at a certain point, like, what won Jay Bruce this job that they keep putting him out there and not bring Mike Ford? No, nothing. Not he played semi well in the spring, better than Mike Ford did. But what does that matter? Honestly, like, does Dietrich play first? He can maybe. I'm right. Jay Bruce does not. Jay Bruce does not play on. first. When's he's Voight not a first baseman. Back? When's Voight coming back? Jay, Jay Bruce has played before his Yankee career. He's played 30 games at first base in his entire career. He's not a first baseman. So how can you justify not throwing someone out, th- someone else out there, or bringing up Mike Ford? He's not a first baseman. I can play first. Better than him. They're banking, yeah. They're banking. I don't get it too because you're banking on his bat, which clearly which hasn't sucks. come around. But. But it you're sucks, give, by the way. Hold on, hold on. You're this is where I'm getting at. You're giving him all these opportunities. Where are those opportunities for Clint Frazier, who's not a hundred years old and has shown that and <laughs> yeah, like he, it, needs, he clearly lead? needs the fucking reps? And then you bench him, and they're like, all right, well, you know, Jay Bruce, you go ahead and get your cane. Walk you were good, first, and yeah, you can take a few balls off the chin for us as long as you keep doing that bang up job hitting. 
Like, so oh wait, has you strike out every fucking at bat. So he has three hundred plus yeah. home runs. Can we? Yeah. I, I I'm never. I, I did think he was a good player. Can we go check the tape because I don't know if those are lies now. I mean, he's After really old. Seeing, I know he's really old, but it's it's starting to make me think a little bit. Who did he face? Did he face the Jay Bruce version of himself throwing? No, he the ball? was. How he many times was pretty he, good. How many times does he hit against position players? No, he was pretty good. It was just he's just old. That's yeah. that's his his criteria. He's old, but it makes I mean, no sense. I I I can't get over the fact that he played thirty games as a first baseman in his entire hundred year old career, and they can't give anyone else an opportunity there. What's Edwin Encarnacion doing? He's not on a team right now. Let's no, give him a fucking I think call. He's done. Or or here's he's, here's yeah, the idea. He, I think he would if somebody gave him the ring. Said, "Hey, you want to try it again? Let's run this back." Or or here's an idea. How up. about how about we not hire an old ass left-handed hitter and give a young guy a chance you to fucking hit? You know who we hit. could do? What? Were you gonna? Do we were gonna say the same thing? What were you gonna say? I don't think you're thinking the same thing I am. Oh, what were you going to say? You'd say Jason Dominguez. No, I was going to say Austin okay. Wells. Oh, no. Austin Wells, Austin Wells, they're thinking about converting him to first base. I say give him the fucking call only because I know they won't do it, but I'm just thinking of alternate scenarios. Anyone here. else? He's 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 a good lefty bat. They love that. It's probably why they drafted him so early first round. He probably honestly would have fell to like the third round if they if he didn't bat lefty. I mean, here's the thing. If you're if you're <laughs> hitting above good. 100 and don't make errors at first, then you're better than Jay Bruce. Listen, man. So, if so we sad. can find It's true. And I'm I guarantee that Mike Ford, I'm built for tough right now. I think I'm, Mike, I'm Ford, all for Mike Ford. I think Austin Wells and I think Mike Talkman could all do better jobs at first base. I think honestly, we talk about we make jokes. That's 100% true. I think true. Dominguez would play better at first <laughs> right now. And I think people would be I think he would sell more tickets. Oh yeah. I don't think it's the, like unrealistic to fast. say that Jay Bruce has been the worst player in baseball so far. This is fun. Let's keep talking about this. I I, I would love to continue shitting on Jay Bruce. You really think that he's going to be first base on Friday? Tomorrow, I wouldn't. Sur- it would not surprise. Given it, his mentality, given Boone's mentality, there's nothing saying that he's going to not play first. Well, hold on. Do we have a pitcher? Do we have a pitcher for the Rays? Because if he's a, if it's a righty, then he absolutely will be starting tomorrow. We're facing Glasnow and Yarborough. If we're facing Glasnow, yeah, he'll be in, he'll be at first. That means Brett Gardner's and gonna then, play. Uh, Frazier's gonna be benched. Jay Bruce is gonna be out there. And who's pitching? Uh, supposedly Glasnow. That's what. No, for the Yankees. Did. Oh, uh, they were talking about giving it to either King or Debbie. It's Might be not a announced yet. Day. Yeah, neither, neither day starters are announced. No, Debbie just pitched a little bit uh, in the minors a couple days ago, so he won't be going tomorrow. It's going to be either bullpen day or King. I, I, why not give it to fucking King? The bullpen's already taxed. They get a day off, but that doesn't just reset give them. It to him. Give it to King. King, that was that annoyed me too. You don't play the hot hand again. He was the, one of the best pitchers on the Yankees. That individual individual performances yeah let let the man work what if he's breaking out you you see he never even has the chance to break out yeah. because you didn't let him continue what he started he went what was his stat line when he went the other day yeah, he went six and a third innings pitched yeah retired 15 straight or 16 straight like here congrats on your best ever job in mlb you made the roster you did amazing you lived you up to your to bill gulag Go fucking enjoy AAA, buddy. Wait, you get the treatment that you know whoever should get for getting fucking shelled. But you know what? 
Uh, you know, I mean, you don't really fit our mold. What like, do you think Paul O'Neill's doing? You think he could play first? He could do it better than fucking Jay Bruce. I've seen the celebrity, so- the the legend softball game, the old timers day. I he could, he could still rake. rake. Swisher, I'm sure he Swisher could. would be a hundred percent better he'd be at first down base. Too. The second they gave him the ring, he'd be already, oh, he'd be he'd be running already there. at the. You're seat. running there. He'd be a spark. I mean, wait. Yeah. Honestly, how much older is he than, than Jay Bruce? Probably, probably, not probably the same much. age. Probably not that much older. I'll, 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 I'll look it up. Actually, what are your guesses? I mean, uh, I'm, I'm going right to say 34. What? Fisher? All right. Jay Bruce is 34 years oh, old. He shit. seems 1,000. He's only 34. Dude, that yeah. he looks 45. I'm not even joking. Yeah, he looks like... Uh, I don't even know. I don't even, I don't even know. I don't know. I don't want to. Like, I don't 40. even want to be. Yeah, I mean, I don't even want to be mean to Jay Bruce because he seems like a decent guy. This yeah, guy is ready to go. He's ready to rock. Nick Swisher is saying. ripped still. He, he could. He could rake. He's pitched before. Exactly. He's pitched. He's I already working for the Yankees. It's he not could a hit long better, so he's here. He's yeah. literally yeah. and available. Just throw him a fucking jersey. He's probably got his jersey still. Give him a one day contract. See what happens. I'm if he gets a it. home run, I think we trade the whole team and let Nick Swisher draft his own. <laughs> All right. This show stinks. Let's end it here. <laughs> let's, let's end it here. If you're here and you made it this far, you've, you've honestly made it through a ton. We had multiple technical difficulties. Piece it together because that's what we're doing. I'm going to the game tomorrow and the next day, actually. Let's hope for some Boone Savages in the box freaking out. It's going to be, like I said, I got the vibes. I feel it. It's going to be rainy. It's going to be gloomy. Hopefully it doesn't get delayed or canceled. We get to 225 five-star ratings by the next episode on Tuesday. I'll Actually, I'll change it up this time. I'll send a DoorDash to your address if you feel like giving me your address. I'm not going to do anything. I'll just send you a DoorDash if whatever you want. So Chipotle or something. But if you want that, let me know. I want Chipotle. I'm going to have some Chipotle too. Also, subscribe to the YouTube Bronx Pinstripes YouTube. We do the shows live on YouTube. If you want to see our faces, uh, that's where we'll be. So, until next time, this team stinks. This show stinks. See you later.
It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m., and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com